0: You are listening to the Next Play Podcast, the playbook for high-performing leaders who want to exceed their full potential. From walking on the Ole Miss football team at 5,750 pounds and earning a full D1 scholarship to coaching thousands around the world and working with massive organizations like IBM. I've learned countless lessons that I'll be sharing right here with you. Join me as I interview some of the most successful people so you too can can learn how to focus on always moving forward by deciding, planning, and executing on the next play relentlessly. Deal with failure. How to deal with failure, right? So over the past, let's say, what, four or five weeks, we've been talking a lot about having a vision, of course, writing it down, Uh, deciding and developing the skills right needed to achieve that vision. Forming the habits to develop the skills and then having a success partner or an accountability partner or someone who's going to hold you accountable to that vision, to that end result, of course, to escape whatever pain and suffering that life has to throw, right? But what happens when you fail? And this is different than rejection or success. or or uh, uh, the fear of success. This is specifically failure. It's 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 similar, but it's different. That's the key here. It's similar, but it's different. So what happens when you fail, right? And and <laughs> shit hits the fan. Like what happens when everything goes wrong? You're constantly failing at forming, developing these skills. This end result that you have. Every road. Uh, or constantly the stairs to get to that thing, keep you keep failing. You just keep hitting the wall, and you can't get through it. So the good news is, is that there's a process. Anyone can learn uh, this mental toughness skill, right? There's always a system. There's always a process, and that's what we do here at Relentless University. We deconstruct the most successful people, and we create processes, just like when we talked about developing habits and skills, um, we create processes and trainings to overcome um, and build those mental toughness skills, those productivity skills, and those performance skills, right? So obviously, knowing how to deal with failure will drastically improve your energy your confidence, your performance, your productivity, and down the line, right? It will drastically improve that. And just like I said, a little bit different than rejection, but failure is that end result typically of rejection, or it could be a form of rejection. That's why we're going to go a little bit more into depth. But at first, I want to start off by sharing with you a quick story. This is obviously not a real photo, but what's crazy is that kind of does look like me on the bottom, and in high school, I was number 10. In college, I was number 84, but that's fine. But I want to share a quick story with you because the first year at Ole Miss, for some of you that know my story, for some of you that don't, um, it was a blast. Like Getting my ass kicked every day over and over again was fun because I was just excited to be there, right? But year two failures, right? And constantly getting kicked around, and you're three failures, and not getting off the practice squad, and running to the dress list every single Thursday, and not ever being on it, and it get it, it gets old. Constantly failing, like in the very beginning, failing's okay. You're just learning. It's okay to fail. It's in your mind, you're fine. But as time keeps going on, and you keep failing, and you keep failing, it gets old, and people stop. Being supportive And Helping you And you start to feel alone Right And Like when I would go and look in that dress list And I was like man Like this is not good Right Like this is Like Even even the people that were close to me were like This isn't gonna happen <laughs> And so um, I remember being on a call with my dad After those three years And I was ready to quit I was like done And I was saying to him, like, I'm not talented enough. I'm not big enough. Uh, uh, It's because I didn't fit in. Uh, They aren't giving me enough opportunity. And he just yelled over the phone. He was like, stop. All these are, are excuses. The problem is you aren't who you need to be yet. You haven't developed the skills yet. You haven't developed the habits yet. You haven't become who you need to be yet you haven't become the person that you need to be and that really hit me at that moment and I was like man like it's not all these other things it's I haven't become I haven't developed the skills I haven't learned how to keep myself continuing to stay motivated and I haven't formed the proper habits to execute on those skills and that was the problem it wasn't all these other things. They're just excuses. And so lesson number one I learned from this, and this has happened over and over with, and, and recently with with the, the lockdowns and coronavirus, right? It's like, and maybe you're experiencing something similar where you're constantly doing something new you've never done before and you're not getting good at it. You're not forming the skills. You're not developing the habits. You're just not getting better at it and you're constantly failing and people around you are like, hey, like you're failing, like this is getting old, right? And so the lesson one I learned is we tend to blame others, other people, circumstances, challenges, right? Um, When we fail. And the problem with this, and we've talked about this before, is we put handcuffs on ourselves and we truly limit our, and we hold ourselves back because when we say those things, we can't improve anything because it's not us. But when we unlock those handcuffs and say, it's on me, now we can begin to find and fine tune those specific skills that we have to get good at or it's lights out. And lesson two is you have to fail your way to success. Even if you look at LeBron, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, like Tom Brady was a sixth overall pick like or sixth, uh, excuse me, sixth round pick. Like, he's failed so many times to get to where he is today. And sometimes we forget that. Michael Jordan didn't even make his high school basketball team, right? Like, even the most successful people who continue to have lots of success either failed early on or they're going to fail at some point towards the top because there's always somebody coming after them. Right, and they're gonna have to get better, and they're gonna fail, or they're gonna completely fall off. This is like the number one overall picks in sports, for example, who just completely flat out destroy themselves. Right, just completely flat out are no good. Right, this happens. Um, like people who just who have so much talent uh, and never fail. Right, they don't have to fail early on. Eventually fail, and they just poof, they are gone. Like literally gone, gone. Right. Um, and I, I have a good example. When I was at Ole Miss, we had a receiver who was absolutely amazing. Like, he was absolutely amazing. Probably the best talent, better than Michael, um, uh, Mike Wallace, who played, had a great career in the NFL, who I played with, Dexter McClus. He was better than all these guys who were first and second round or second and third round picks and had great NFL careers. This guy was way better. This was way better, but he had never failed in his first year he was getting pushed around by defensive backs and all and he was like whoa like i can't handle this i can't. and he never even made it past the second year the best player the best player so this happens all the time so so this would be like for example like if if lesson 2 right if you don't fail you don't you're not going to get better right you have to fail your way to success would be like if you're um if you're making cold calls and, and, um, and, and you begin to say, instead of counting how many successes I have um, appointments booked or whatever, instead of counting that, you count how many times that I fail to get to that one. I can I failed 10 times to get to that one. But then the next week I failed nine times to get to that one. And the next week, eight times. Right? So. Les Brown said this, and let me let me flip here. Les Brown said this, and I love it. He said, "If you're going to fail and fall, land on your back, because if you can look up, you can get up." And this was a quote that I heard like very early on when I was getting into this uh, this 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 industry, and I loved kind of sharing these quotes. And I used to watch these videos, and that's really how it all began. But um, he says, "If you're going to fail and fall, land on your back, because if you can look up." You can get up and and sometimes we forget that like we forget hey we've got to fail but i'm gonna fail in the best way possible so i can get back up and learn from it and get better right and get back up and learn from it and get better so let's walk through the process in the system right that we've, um, reverse engineered to be able to handle failure and overcome failure and let it basically, uh, go down your back, right? Like a, um, what is it? What do they say? Like water off a duck's back, right? So, so let it just rush off your back. So number one, we have to take responsibility. You have to take responsibility. We talked about the handcuffs, right? Except you will fail. Every single person watching this, you will fail. At some point in time, you've already failed to this point. You're failing all the time right now. You will fail, right? You can't avoid it. Human nature, as human nature, we want to avoid failure and losing and rejection and negative people and pain. As human beings, we are wired. To avoid pain. And then there's this select few percentage of people. Who don't care about pain. Pain doesn't bother them. They've learned to endure pain. Right? And that was one, uh, uh, one thing that I guess I'm blessed. Because I got to be at Ole Miss. And it wasn't just emotional pain. I was going out to practice. And I was getting my ass kicked. Handed to me. Mentally. Physically, emotionally. And what I learned is how to endure pain. So right now in your life, if you're facing something that's very challenging, if you're facing something that's challenging ahead of you, and it's kicking you down, kicking your ass physically, mentally, emotionally, know that this is how you're building that pain tolerance. You're building pain tolerance so you can endure more. You're building that in, that pain tolerance so you can endure more. So you don't have to avoid pain like everybody else. And this is how you're going to separate yourself. This will help you with depression, anxiety, because you're in control. You're in control. You're not trying to avoid anything. You're taking it head on. I'm okay with the pain. I can deal with the pain physically, mentally, emotionally. And that's going to help with things like depression and anxiety and nervousness. Because we're in control. We're in control. People say failure is not an option. People always say this, failure is not an option. Well, I say failure is the only option. And what you decide to do after failure is the difference between the ones that get what they want and the ones that don't. The ones that stand on the sidelines and the ones that get on the feel and play ball. So the question is, where do you want to be? Where do you want to be? So number one, we have to take responsibility. We have to. Everything is on us. Everything is on us. But Richie, it's not my fault. But Richie, uh, you know, I got put into this situation. But Richie, there's death. But Richie, there's disease. There's things I can't control. I get it. I get it. You've heard this. I get it. I'm with you. Those are things that are part of life that everybody has. Some worse than others and some sad. But the only thing you control is what you do with everything that's handed to you. And when you have this mindset, like you look at this girl right now. If you have this mindset of this girl, then anything is possible before you, for you because you are in control because you're in control. And number 2. Number 2. Find learning opportunities. And I have I have this conversation. I feel like I have this conversation a lot. And <clears throat> excuse me, and I have this conversation a lot with myself. Because there's times all the time we fail and it hurts. It does hurt. Or things happen to us that is out of our control and it hurts and it frustrates us. But the only thing we can do is find the learning opportunity immediately. What is the learning opportunity? And sometimes you're writing it down and you're pissed. It hurts, (laughs) but find the learning opportunity. Failure happens for you, not to you. That's that victim mentality, right? Failures have everything happens to me. This is to me. This is this. This is No, 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 no. Failure is happening for me so I can get better so I can learn from this so I can become the person that I need to be to achieve the goals that I want to achieve. Just like when I was at Ole Miss, right? I wasn't the person that I needed to be. I wasn't. I hadn't become that person. And for you and for your life, if you're failing at something, it's because you haven't become the person you need to be in order to succeed at that thing. You just haven't. Understanding that failure happens for you, not to you. It's happening for you so you can become the person that you need to be to achieve what you want. The person that could say, That sucks, I just failed. I'm frustrated out of my mind, but I'm going to come right here and I'm going to write down what I just learned. Failure happens to test you. Failure happens to separate you from the competition. That's why I love failure. I legitimately love failure. Because that, to me, is I know I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to get better. I know the process. And I know my competition is going to fail too. But they're not going to do it. This is how you break. So another way it happens for you is you get to break away from the competition. You get to break away from the competition. So my question for you is what skill can you learn and get better at? What skill can have you recently, or what things? What have you been failing at, and what skill do you need to learn in order to get better at it? What is that skill? What can you learn? So number two, learning from opportunities. Number three, we've talked about this a lot, and we're going to continue because obviously it's super, super important, and that's to develop. Develop what, Richie? Develop the skill that you need to develop in order to achieve what you're failing at. What is the skill? And if you you haven't watched the course yet on how to develop, find, and develop the right skills, I highly suggest doing that because we're not going to go through how to develop skills right now. But that's the next step is to develop the skills. So you fail at something. You fail at something. What are the skills that you need to develop in order to achieve that? What are the skills or for cold calling? What are the skills that you need to get better at? Is it just, uh, um, is it just, or is it the overcoming objections? Is it the skill of following the script? Is it the skill of um, being able to think on your feet? What is the skills that you need to develop? So learn. So number one, it's on you. Got to take responsibility. Have to. There's no way around it. Number two, what did you learn? Number three, what skills do you have to develop? This is super important, right? And we talked about how to do that. So, And we're not going to do that for time. But go through that course on how to find and develop the most important skills right now. And number four, form the habits to execute on those skills. With no, what's the word? no variability. That's the key. You want to form habits, you have to have no variab- variability. If you variability, let me just break that down really quickly for you, is that you're you're using human behavior to your advantage, neuro-linguistic programming to your advantage, okay? Which is cre- which is creating cues. So if you do something, uh, like people, for example, who smoke cigarettes, they end up smoking the cigarette at the same time every day over and over and over and they can't stop. So you need to use that to your advantage, but not for cigarettes. So if it's working out or if it's making cold calls, every time you walk into your office, you sit down. The first thing you do is you pick up the phone <laughs> or at nine o'clock every single day is when you do the cold calls. It can't be nine o'clock on Monday, whenever I'm free on Tuesday, Wednesday at this. Like It has to be little to no variability right? Little to no variability. So now we're creating the habits, right? So as you're seeing the things we're talking about are coming together and it's not rocket science, right? That's what makes this so awesome. It's not rocket science and everybody can develop the skill. Is it painful? Yes. Does it hurt? Yes. Will you have long nights? Will you have tears in your eyes? Yes. Like that's, that's part of it. You can't escape it. But if you want to achieve things that are competitive, that are challenging, that other people can't, then you have to do these things. Then you have to do these things, right? And then number five, and this is one place that I've lived in for a very long time, right? And maybe you're living in that for a very long time as well. And that's number five. You have to embrace hell. You have to embrace hell to get to heaven. Now, this is not, I'm not sharing this in, a, in, in any type of religious type. Uh, uh, this is an analogy, okay? This is not religious at all. Um, whether you're religious or not, doesn't matter. This is not religious, okay? But you have to, number five, embrace hell. Embrace hell. The only way you're going to get to the light or to the clouds, or to heaven, or whatever you want to call it, is to be able to endure and embrace hell. What does hell consist of? Hell consists of developing the skills, breaking bad and forming new habits, and practicing all the time when you don't feel like it, when things aren't going your way. That's hell physically mentally emotionally you're in pain you're hurting okay you're in massive amounts of pain massive amounts of hurt but you have to get back up and practice it again and again and again you have to develop the skills by practicing it over and over and over and forming the habits that are very challenging the breaking the bad habits that are that it's even more challenging so that you can build the confidence in yourself to be okay with failure to announce failure to other people that was i remember when i first started speaking for example announcing and sharing to other people all my failures i was like that's a little scary but once i did it it was it was over it was over but that's how you build confidence this is the process to build confidence and And this is the process to handle failure. Because as you've learned throughout this short time together, it's not so much about handling and dealing with and overcoming failure, but it's all about building confidence, right? It's about building confidence. Because if you're confident, you don't care about failing. You know that failing is happening for you, not to you. You're excited to fail because you know you have to fail in order to succeed. And when you make that choice, and I'm, my challenge for you for this week, and I'm going to share a challenge, a more in-depth challenge, but is to choose to win at all costs with ethics and integrity. That's relentless. You're a member of Relentless University. You choose to win at all costs with ethics and integrity. That's what a relentless warrior is, which is who you are. You're a part of Relentless University. You're a member. You're a relentless warrior. You choose to win at all costs with ethics and integrity. To do it the right way. To do it with all your heart. To not tear people down, but to lift people up. To lift people up. Because you know and understand that in order to succeed... It's not about pulling other people down. It's about lifting other people up. And you're okay with embracing hell to get to the light. You can't allow failure to outweigh your success. How many people do you know fail at things even though they want that end result so bad and they let it outweigh their success? they let it control them and that person stops they quit they don't get after what they want and then they become victims they blame 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 how many people do you know allow failure to outweigh their success how many people i think a lot we let a we know a lot of people most people failure is a mental overcoming failure Dealing with failure is a mental toughness skill that can be developed by every single person. Does it take practice? Absolutely. Does it hurt? You got it. No doubt. But you're here. You're a relentless warrior. You're a member of Relentless University. Then you're ready to take that on. You're ready to choose to win at all costs with ethics and integrity. Michael Jordan said this, and I love this. He goes this. Let me show you. He said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots. I've lost almost 300 games 26 times. I was asked to make the game-winning shot and missed. He said I fail over and 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 over again in my life and that's why I succeed. The greatest basketball player of all time says I fail over and over and over again in my life and that's why I succeed And so my challenge for you my challenge for you today is very simple. The question is are you okay with failing? Are you okay with walking out, closing this out, and saying, you know what, today is the day I get started on moving forward and developing these skills and forming the habits because I don't care about failing. I'll announce to everybody that I failed at this, but hey, I'll also announce that I'm doing this, 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 this and this to get past it so I can achieve what I want. I don't care. I'm. You know what, I'm not. I'm not good at that yet. I haven't become the person that I need to be in order to get that yet, but that's okay with me. You know what? Because now I'm taking initiative. It's on me. I'm going to begin developing these skills. I'm going to begin forming the habits and I'm going to begin to embrace hell and go through it and endure the pain physically mentally and emotionally because that end result that vision matters to me more than anything and that pain on the other side that i'm trying to avoid the suffering every day the thinking about my failures then thinking about there's no way i'm going to achieve that goal that pain is way 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 worse way worse and i'm not i'm done with that i want that and i'm willing to do the work and i'm willing to do the work So, my challenge for you is very simple. And I know I've said it a few times, but my challenge for you is very simple. Number one, this week we're gonna take responsibility for everything. Gotta take responsibility for everything. Things aren't working out for you. You're constantly failing at it. It's your fault. It is 100% your fault, not your boss's fault, not your coach's fault, not your team's fault, not your employee's fault. It's your fault. Number two, you're gonna look for learning opportunities in every single failure. Every time you fail, you're going to write it down and you're going to write down two to three learning opportunities. Very simple. What did you fail at? What are two to three learning opportunities from that? Number three, what are the one or two skills that you need to develop? What are the one or two skills that you need to develop to get better at those learning opportunities? That's it. And if you need to go back and watch the course on how to develop uh, the skills, then you need to go back. That's fine. Number four, based on those one to two skills, and maybe we just make it one to make it super simple, what is one or two, excuse me, what is one or two habits that you need to change in order to execute on that skill? And number five, make the decision to embrace hell and understand that the only way you're going to get out of hell and into the light is by embracing it, enduring the pain, and being the best. Literally, being the best person that can endure pain, the person that can endure the most pain, gets the end result. And that's my challenge for you this week. It is exactly, exactly 9.30. Oh, I just said that and it switched to 9.31. Listen, this week, as always, we start today. We don't wait till tomorrow. We don't wait till this afternoon. We start right now. And we take relentless action. We take relentless action, right? Relentless. Very simple. Our definition. We go after what we want. We choose to win. And we go after what we want at all costs with ethics and integrity. And we're going to take action right now. See, everybody else takes action tomorrow, this afternoon, next week, blah, blah, blah. We take action right now. So from this minute moving forward, if you fail, the question is, I got to take responsibility. Mandatory. Number two, what did I learn? Number three, building the skills. Number four, forming the habits. Number five, embracing the pain and hell and using that to endure, to learn, to become so much stronger than you've ever been in the past physically, mentally, and emotionally. And we're going to take your action right now. Listen, it's 9.32. Thank you so much for being here today. I love all of you guys. I really do from the bottom of my heart. I was super excited when I put this together. And um, thank you all. Really, really thank you all for being here. And, um, you know, I don't see any questions. And, and, and one thing I am going to get better with you is, is really getting y'all to, to, to engage and ask more questions. Because at the end, even though it's 930, people can log off. But the Q&A time is important. So uh, I'm going to emphasize that more in the beginning. That is on me. Uh, we're going to get better at that. So um, uh, listen, have an amazing week this week. This is a powerful week. This is the first week of February. This is when most people hit the wall. This is when most people quit on their New Year's st- resolutions, which never worked to begin with, but just in goals in general. The percentage drastically increase decreases on people finishing what they start on February 1st, but not you. So have an amazing week. Have an amazing week, and I will see all of you next. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Next Play Podcast. If you liked the show, make sure to leave us a review. For more resources, visit RelentlessUniversity.com or download the free Relentless University app. And if you're interested in having me speak at your next event, visit RelentlessRitchie.com. Until next time.